Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Wednesday. Today is hump day. So I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome day. I hope y'all are just have I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome day today. And we are at the halfway point of the week. We are at Wednesday. So we got Wednesday, Thursday. I mean Thursday, Friday, then we be through, you know, we can be able to relax and just chill. I mean we don't have to work on the weekends, but today is Wednesday. Today we're at day 35. 35, fasting for wrong thinking. Can you believe it? We're at day 35. That means we only got like a couple more days, five more days. And then we'll be through with this fasting from wrong thinking. But my objective is to find something else that we can fast from and to do another 40-day fast. Maybe like a 20, 40, I don't know. This is what I find. But today we are fasting from I am overwhelmed. How many of y'all have ever felt so overwhelmed? You don't know if you come to going, you're so tired, you just don't know what to do. You just feel like, like the world is against you. You feel beat up, you feel tired, you just feel... You just feel so overwhelmed, overwhelmed with life, overwhelmed with your children, overwhelmed with your job. You just feel so overwhelmed. So today we're fasting from the thought, feeling, fasting from the feeling and thought that say that I am overwhelmed. Everything you see in this world was created by Jesus in six days. He is the he is in the business of getting a lot accomplished in a little time. He lives in the youth, and you do not have to carry your burden alone. Many people don't understand what Jesus meant when he said, take my yoke upon you. A yoke is a harness place upon two oxen. It caused them to plow together. So when you get weak and overwhelmed, you can continue to pull by others. When you feel weighed down, you can remember your yoke. We are yoked to him. Jesus is attached to us and he and he will carry the load for us. So when you feel weak, tired, overwhelmed, this Give your burden to Jesus. Jesus not, did not make us to carry this all by ourselves. He did not make us to just do everything, you know, down. Like when you feel so down, like, oh, Lord, I don't know what to do. You know, ask Jesus to take your burden away from you. Ask, say, God, I feel so overwhelmed. I'm about to stress. I'm stressing out. I don't know what to do. Ask him to take his yoke upon you. He would do it. But it's up to you to tell him that you feel weak, you feel tired, you just, 
you just don't know if you're coming or going. And it's okay, because I've, I've been there. Well, I don't know if I'm coming or going. I just feel so tired. Just so overwhelming. We can just don't know. But today, we're going to change this. So let's change it. Number one, cast your cares upon God. He will take care of you. How? Be honest. Tell him what's wrong. Ask him to carry it for you and believe he will. Remember, after you give him your care, do not pick them back up. Trust Jesus to carry the load. That's my vow right there. Like, if I tell Jesus something, you know, like, Jesus, take this. I don't want to deal with this right now. Take it. Take it from me. I don't I don't want it. We, we give it to him, but then we pick it back up. Which we can't do that. And I have to learn that myself. I mean, like, I can do, say, God, here, take care of this. And he ain't moving fast like I want him to or move in the direction that I need him to. I'll pick it right back up. Then I try to do it myself. And that's when you get overwhelmed, you get tired, get weak, get frustrated because you're trying to do something that you already told Jesus to do. So why are you up there trying to do something that you already told Jesus to do? So stop picking it back up and just trust that God, trust Jesus to carry the love for you. Just trust him. Say, God, give it to you and leave it alone. If you try to come back up, because you know the enemy try to do, you know, crazy stuff. My uh, I already gave that to Jesus. We're not going to do this today. Just tell him straight up. We're not going to do this today. We are not going to do this today. Just be up front with him. Um, and just, just know that he's going to take care of it. It might not be how you wanted for him to do it. Well, but he's going to do it. Okay. Number two, see yourself attached or yoked to God. He holds you up and pull you up. When you're weak and overwhelmed, you are one with him. When you're weak and burdened, remember that he is carrying you. So set your, set yourself attached or yoke to God. Remember, whenever you feel weak and overwhelmed, he is with you. When you feel weak, remember he is carrying you. Remember when you're like, oh, Lord, I don't know, what to do. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can do this, Lord. You know, this anything can come up, Lord. I just don't know. Say you lost a loved one. Say you lost a child. You just feel so overwhelmed. You just don't understand. You just like, God, why did you do this? Why did you take my child? Whatever. Maybe you lost a job and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills. Or maybe you don't have enough money to pay your bills. Whatever the scenario is, just know that God is going to carry your burden when you feel weak and overwhelmed. He's going to carry it. But just remember, do not pick it back up. Okay, number three, uh, believe, begin to believe that you can handle anything starting today. Start in believing this today. And Mark chapter 9, verse 23 say, All things are possible for those who believe. Begin to believe that you can handle anything. When something comes up, okay, believe that you can handle anything. I know you probably be like, Oh, Jesus, I don't know if I can handle this. But he gave his strongest people the good battles. I don't know how I'm supposed to say it, but you know, something like that. But just know that you can handle whatever comes your way. God has equipped you to handle whatever comes your way. He He has equipped you to do all that. And you can do it. Sometimes i like, Jesus, I don't know if I can do this. Because who would have thought I'd be raising three teenagers? Because they crazy. Some of them, they have their moments. And I have to put, put them in check. But I was like, Lord, I can't do this. I was like, Lord, you need to hurry send me a husband, send me a man or something. He haven't did that yet because he knows that I can handle this. I remember when um they told me about one of my kids would have this and that. I was like, I can't handle this. I, no, I cannot do this. But I but 
God knew because I can handle that. I was like, Jesus, you, you picked the wrong person to deal with this. These type of problems, these type of issues. I don't know if I could do this. But you have to believe that you can do all things. All things are possible to who believe. Just know that you can do all things through Christ. So believe that you can handle anything comes your way. Be like, if somebody just say, oh, you know, somebody coming to your job and be like, here you go, today's your last day. And you like, what the? You know, you don't know. Be like, okay, God, how are we going to handle this? You know, you never know. God probably told them to do that because he got another opportunity for you. But believe you, believe that you can handle anything that comes your way. If I can handle the stuff that I deal with, you can too. Because I deal with some stuff. I have dealt with some stuff and I'm dealing with some stuff. But I'm being delivered from those. I think I'm going to be delivered from those things. I'm going to be able to, you know, tell y'all what I did. <laughs> Number four, feast on the thought. Nothing is too difficult for God. If nothing is too difficult for him and he lives in you, then nothing is too difficult for you. You will make it. Boom. If nothing is too difficult for him and he lives in you, then nothing is too difficult for you. You will make it. Oh, that sounds so good. Because, honey, let me tell you a little I'll, tell you, I'll come back to that. That little, I have a little story I like to tell you at the end, but I'm gonna tell you, you know. But just know that there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing. I mean, you probably like nothing's too hard for you. Nothing too difficult for God. Nothing. Nothing is too difficult for you. You probably like. I can't deal with this. I, I know I can't deal with this, but you can deal with it. It's just the thought, like you know, your mind telling you what you can, you cannot do. Don't stop, because you know the enemy comes in and he'll tell you, "Oh, you can't do this, or you can't handle this, or you can't do this." You need your man or you need your woman, you know. You got a man or a woman. Your name is Jesus. He can be your man or your woman. But I'm just saying, until, you know, until you get the right one. Okay, I'm going to come back to number four. God will complete those God will complete those things that concerns you. As you surrender your concerns to God, they become his responsibility. He will complete full, he will complete, fulfill, perfect and bring those to pass he will lift your burden and finish what he has started in your life so whatever you want to accomplish whatever you, if you told god about your goals your dreams whatever just know whatever concerns you god's gonna god will complete those things that concern you whether you're worried about oh i don't know how i'm gonna do this oh god i forgot i don't know how i'm gonna pay this bill you know whatever is bothering you take it to jesus and just know that when you take it to him it becomes his response, responsibility. He will complete it, fulfill it, perfect, and bring all those things to pass. He'll bring whatever you, whatever your heart is like. Because you know, God wants us. God wants His children to be happy, have live life joyful. He don't want us to be stressing, burned out, walking all crippled, hangover, with our shoulders so tight that we carrying stuff that we shouldn't even be carrying. But let that stuff go. Let that stuff go and be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not gonna deal with this today. I'm not gonna deal with today, tomorrow, next, day, none of that. Say, God, I gave it to you. When the enemy said, Well, you remember this? You think God gonna come through for you? Tell him go back to the pits of hell. You a lie and go about your business. You have control of your mind and you have the power to defeat the enemy. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that God gave us. So we have that same. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So so just know that we can do those things. I mean, you probably think you can't, but you can. You can do 
all those things. You can do it all. But there are times I feel like I can't do it all. I'm like, Jesus, Jesus is not worried about this, so let me handle it. But I learned to just give it to him. So that way I don't be so tensed up, tied up, and all that stuff. Okay, back to number four. But it said, feast your thought on this. Nothing is too difficult for God. Nothing is too difficult for him. And he lives. If nothing is too difficult for him and he lives in you, then there's nothing too difficult for you. You will make it. Okay, when I first moved out here to Texas. Okay. When I first moved out here, I was like, I don't want to stay here. Because I was like, I cannot do this out here. Couldn't do it. So when I, you know, stay with people, they up at my own place and I wind up being in a hotel for three and a half. Well, I would say three. Because I was in there for a good while. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half years. Okay, so I was in there. And I was at the point where I thought I couldn't make it. So I was like, Jesus, this is not, oh, no, I cannot make this. It was at the point where I just, I felt like I couldn't make it. I was like so stressed out. It was, I was always mad. <laughs> I was always frustrated. And if anybody say something wrong, I would just snap like this. Ill thing would just set me off because I felt like what I was in, I know the situation I was in, I thought I couldn't make it. I thought I just couldn't do it. I mean, like, I was like, I can't do this. I am done. So, I was like, I'm done with this. So done. And then, when we lost it doing Harvey, I was like, I'm really done, you know. And then, um, my sister had no man call me, tell my Felicia, um, you can't make it at the Houston so hard. You know, when I was out there, I couldn't make it because this is so hard. So, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe Houston is hard. Maybe I can't make it here. Maybe I can't do this. I, this ain't for me. This is for the birds. You know, I can't do this. I can't. I kept saying, I can't do this. So, then, then my mom called and I, she was asking me, was I okay? I said, Mom, if it ever get that bad out, you know, I leave. But then I got to thinking, so I called my friend. And I said, I think I'm going to go back to love you and she said what you, what's back there you know you know you got them friends tell you be honest with you what's back there Felicia I was like I don't know you know I just want to go back I said I don't know but I think I need to go back she said what's, what you gonna go back to then I then she got me thinking I was like yeah you're right because if I go back there I gotta find a job I gotta find a car I gotta find somewhere to stay you know all those things was coming then I gotta rearrange my kids um gotta find them a school but they didn't schools love gotta get them in a school and then I gotta then I start thinking like, okay, wait, my son is out here with the best doctors. You know, my kids out here with the best doctors. Um, no, this is the best place. I mean, there's so much stuff to do. If I go back there, there's really nothing to do. So I had to weigh my options. And then I was like, okay, I guess. So I just said, okay, I guess we're going to stay here. So one day, we let the shelter my kids. Like, I was so mad and frustrated. My kids like, mom, would you just stop stressing? We had a place in my head. We had this and that. I was like, Looking at them like, whatever. And he said, Mom, they said, Mom, long as we together, we can make it. I was like, what the hell? You know me. I was like, you're right. I'm sitting up here complaining. And it's other people versus people had lost their lives. People don't know what to do. At least I have somewhere to stay. Because the shelter we was went to, they was not supposed to take nobody else. That was at their capacity. And that was it. So if, if I if I hadn't went there, ain't no telling what we had to wind up, wind up, wound up. But I had said a prayer and I said, God, 
you said that you might you always make sure me and my kids have somewhere to stay. We would not be on this street because I didn't have a car, so we, we had to, you know, walk places. So I was like, God, we was at Willowbrook Hospital. I'll never forget. I was like, God, you said you'll make sure me and my kids have somewhere to stay. So, better bust a move. No, I said, well, I don't know what else to take. So, and it had no money in my on my card. I was like, Lord have mercy. So the lady said, we can't come pick you up, baby. If you can get here, we got spaces for you and your kids. I was like, and I was like, Lord, please let this card work. You know how you be getting in desperate situations. I was like, please let this card work. So I was like, okay. I said, I don't have that much money, but I see what I can do. That's what I said. So she was here. She kept calling me, like, what you gonna do, Felicia? We waiting for you. I was like, because we had left the hospital around like 10, maybe 10 or 11. And it was a Friday. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, this, God, I didn't know. I was like, this is, this is, I want the cuz, I want the cuz God out. Cause I'm like, how can you allow me, your child? I'm your child, right? How can you allow your child and your and her little children go through this? How about to just let Jesus have it? And I was like, okay. So then my kids, like, they was, I can tell they were scared because they haven't ate. Because we, they had just got to school. We had to walk to the hospital because something happened to Chris home. We didn't have a car. So we had to walk to them. Had, they just had, they had, we got, I got to walk at six. Sorry, I turned out the car. Had got to work at six. Because I worked for the school. Got to work at six and the Uber took us back to the hotel. And the lady's like, what you going to do? And she's like, I told her they had the money, but they let us go to home and get what we needed. So, my son said, Mama, oh, my arm. So, I said, okay, come on, y'all. So, we walked to, we walked to the, um, to the hospital. We walked to the hospital from 1960 all the way to Willowbrook. Uh, sorry if I'm crying, but it just brings back so much we walked to the hospital and you know he had the strongest wrist or something so they wrapped it up and they kept my kids there saying mom what we gonna do and I said well we just had to sleep in the hospital I don't know what to do because I was just like I don't know I was so upset I was just crying because I was like how could God allow this to happen to me so I had caught these people and stuff and then I was like well we have you know this lady told me call this place and I like, yeah we have a place but they was not supposed to take nobody because they was finished so I was like, okay, well, we have room, but we just got to get there. We got someone to say, we just got to get there. So I said, God, please let this car work. I'm here like maybe three or two dollars in my account. And we know Uber. I was like, Lord, have mercy. So I was like, okay, we just going to trust it. So I signed up an Uber because I had used all my other money from, from my job to Uber for us to get back to the hotel. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I did the Uber and stuff. I was like, well, please let this go through. I just didn't know what to do. I was just at my breaking point. I was like, this tired? I don't know. Dude, I was just done. I mean, like, I was, I, didn't, I didn't care if I had a, um, at that point, I was just so tired. I wanted to commit suicide. That's how bad it was. I was like, I'm going to leave my kids. I'm done with this. This is just too much. I can't do this. This is just too much. I can't live like this. I can't. So my Uber came to pick us up. I was like, I said, it must have worked because they came, they came to so pick us up and they took us to the took us to the shelter. Took us to the shelter. 
and they they came there and they was like, here's y'all cots. So you know, here, this is this is where y'all stay. These y'all little cots and covers and blankets or whatever. And I was like, tell them thank you because they didn't have to do that. You know, they didn't have to accept us or whatever. But I was like, okay. And my friend that stayed out here, which she stayed in Webster Gavison somewhere over there, she was so worried about us. She said, please, please tell us, please tell us if you you going to um. If I was about to stay, but because I couldn't get there to her, she come, she couldn't get to me because she had because uh, her car situation, whatever. So I had like, I said, okay. So they was like, oh y'all hungry? My kids was hungry, but I was like, I wasn't hungry. I was just like, so oh well, this weekend is like mad. So I was like, no, my kids are here, mama eat. So I ate a little, and I, you know, the, the beds was like separated from each other. So we pushed our beds together. And we said our prayers and we just laid there. And then um the next day my kids like mom just stop stressing we together and they said Los we together we can make it that that meant a lot because at that moment God used my kids to let me know no matter what situation you in no matter situation whatever you in you can help and you can't make it so I'm just telling him that if I went through that and made it through, because people are like, okay, she ain't going to make this. So I got up, you know, we still in the shelter or whatever. And I was just like, just couldn't, just couldn't really wrap my head like, what the? I would never thought I'd be in the shelter. So I called my friend the next day and she said, is she okay? She said, I couldn't sleep. And I said, yeah, I'm okay. I'm in the shelter. And then... As, you know, we was in the shelter, and then they helped us find a place. We found the place or whatever. But then when I moved in, I told her I had a place or whatever. And she said, Felicia, she told me this. She said, Felicia, I had the money to help you get pay for your room. But God told me no. God told me that he needs to, that he wants to do it so he can get the glory. You know, like, he wanted me to trust him. Wanted me to know that he was real. To know that I can do anything. I just had to put my mind and my heart to it. So one morning I woke up and the shelter was like, well, we gotta go find a place. So I said, I miss work. I miss work Friday. My son had a seizure, so he didn't go to school. So I said, you know what, Jesus? I'm gonna go find me a apartment. And just like that, I said, I'm gonna go find me a apartment. That's all I said. And what I do, I found me an apartment. So I just wanna tell y'all that. I'm sorry if I cry, but that just brings you just don't understand. Some people wouldn't understand. I mean, I can tell you, but just to be in that situation, told you, I was gonna get my kids away and just be like, the hell with it. That's what I had thought at that moment. <laughs> Not like that to this day. No more that. But I'm just saying. So now we're at think it and say it. Think it and say it. What? Think it and say it. Okay. Think it and say it. I can handle anything today. Because I'm yoked to Jesus. Today I refuse to be overwhelmed. I cast all my cares on Jesus. He cares for me and will carry my load. Excuse and carry my load. Nothing is too difficult for God. Therefore, I declare that nothing is too difficult for me today. He is the author and finisher of my faith in Jesus' name. I'm gonna read that again. I can handle anything today because I'm yoked to Jesus. Today I refuse to be overwhelmed. I cast all my cares on Jesus. He cares for me and carries my load. Nothing is too difficult for God. Therefore, I declare that nothing is too difficult for me. He is the author and finisher of my faith in Jesus' name. 
So whatever you're dealing with today, just know that you ain't nothing too hard for you. You can do it. You can make it. Whatever it is, you can make it. And stop trying to carry everything. Just give it to Jesus. I know y'all shoulders might be tired and weak and broke down. Give that stuff to Jesus. Stop carrying stuff and whatever you can. Just let that stuff go. Just like, not today. But thank y'all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have a blessed and amazing Wednesday. Until next time, just know that you can handle whatever God sends your way. There's nothing too difficult for God, and there's nothing too difficult for you. Just know that he's the author and the finish of your faith. So until next time, y'all be blessed.